Hi, this is John Walton, voice of the Washington Capitals, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. It's going to be a March Madness, or I'm sorry, March Massacre, as we're calling it. It's mm. got its own logo and everything. Like, oh, it's, wow. it's, it's, <laughs> it's, play. Yeah, dude. I'll, I'll go ahead and add that to the chat, too, so you can see it. Because this is what I've been doing with my free time now that I'm working <laughs> from home. So... <laughs> like i love my family let me state that up front i love them they're great they're wonderful but man do i miss going to the office mostly because everybody in my house is like me they're all loud and i just very much like to not have to deal with that i would very much enjoy just having my own space and being able to work at my work computer and not have my son coming up and asking me a million questions about things I'll be on a conference call and he'll be like, hey, dad, what things can you add to Rice Krispie Treats? And I have to like mute the line. I'm like, I don't know, man, whatever you want. Like, <laughs> Have you guys seen, I, I've seen this stuff floating around on the internet. Um, it's a video. Uh, apparently there was some guy who, I mean, it was some sort of expert or something. And he was connecting on some sort of television show. Uh, must have been via Skype. And so, but he was at home. And uh, you see in the background, like the door to his study or whatever, open up and this little toddler comes marching in. And then there's like a baby in a, um, uh, oh, shoot, what do they even call those things? Um, Yeah, yeah. And the baby comes silent in, you know. And then, like, I don't know whether it was like the mom or the nanny or something, she comes running in behind him, like, you you know, is is, uh, pulling the... um, the uh damn and you just said what the name of it is the baby thing you know oh, um anyway but she, walker yeah thing with the wheels on it yeah and so but she goes pulling that out she's grabbed the toddler who falls over who is getting dragged out you know <laughs> and then she leans back in to close the door i mean this is the most hilarious thing that you have ever seen and the guy is talking but at one point when when the toddler comes up he kind of cracks a smile. He's still looking at the screen and I guess trying to talk. But, you know, I mean, yeah. it is just and, and you know, of course, when you mentioned that with Jax, that's the first thing I thought of. Steve, I mean, it what was are, it what's the guy's name um, that did the uh, the airplane movies, but also did uh, the Lethal Weapon movies? What, what are the um, the guys who did those? I can't remember their names now. Oh, um, Fairly Brothers. No, the Fairly Brothers uh, were. Um, the Fairley brothers were um, like me, myself, and Irene, and um, oh, the, the Zuckers, the Zuckers. Zuckers, thank you. Yeah, the Zuckers had a it was it was one of their signatures. Is what they would do is they would have people in the foreground having a conversation about something, and it was supposed to be pretty straight laced, right? But in the background, just absolute utter nonsense was going on, and that's what it reminds me of. Like <laughs> they, they were they were famous for doing that in their movies, and like that that's the kind of stuff that everybody's getting on because they're now all having to do like conference calls all the time. So, mm. all right. So tonight's episode of GGR. Pirate Radio at the diner. This is a perfect diner conversation because every single person that is on right now on this podcast, it's myself, Mike Lunsford. Hello. Thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, I've got my co-host and co-founder of uh, GGR uh, back in 2014. Uh, His name is Steve Monick. I miss basketball. 
I know you do, buddy. I know you do. Uh, we've also got the third leg of our podcasting Triforce. It's MC Brooks. That's a still world champs even longer. That's right. <laughs> and then we've also got our special guest tonight. He is the host of Fantastic Forum. You know him. You'll love him. His name is Ulysses E. Campbell. Yes, I am the host of Fantastic Forum, but I'm also the producer. <laughs> 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 I'm not a doctor, but I play I'm one on just, TV. I'm not just the president of the hair club. I'm also a member. <laughs> also a member. Uh, I have I have all all three or all four of us on this evening for a specific reason, because all of us I think are missing basketball right now. All of us are missing the March Madness tournament. I'm honestly. I'm, I, I gotta tell you, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I really okay. don't. <laughs> hey, well, three three out of four ain't bad. Um, <laughs> Strike I, one, Yulia. That's all I'm saying. Strike <laughs> one. <laughs> Keep going, pal. <laughs> I I'm not a huge basketball fan in general. Um, of the big of the big four, like baseball, basketball, football, and hockey, basketball is probably my fourth. And I, however, absolutely positively love March Madness. Like it is one of my favorite times because it doesn't matter what time of day it is. It doesn't matter what's going on. You can just turn on pretty much any channel and there's going to be a basketball game on. And for the most part, they're pretty exciting and entertaining. Like you see big name colleges going going up against no names. Tournament time is like that. (laughs) Even tournament time, you know. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like it's like the World Cup of basketball. You know, only it's once a year instead of every four years. But it's your casual fan is like, this is amazing. I'm never going to pay attention again until this comes around again. But I love it for today. And that's fine. There's plenty of room except for Corona time. Then then it all <laughs> shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I do feel for all the sports bars because, in fact, I was talking to a guy Uh, who owns a barbecue place and a sports bar. And apparently he limps through up until March Madness time. And March Madness is so good that it carries him through for much of the rest of the year. So I, I, my heart aches for all these business owners who are losing on account of they can't have people in and, you know, sell them ribs and beer and, you know, watch, uh, uh, whomever, you know, happens to be good and winning and, uh, you know, ditto the local schools. I mean, especially cause you know, we, Hey, you know, George Mason made themselves players a couple of years ago, Virginia always seems to be in it. You know, in fact, a lot of those, you know, AC at one time, the ACC, the big East, I mean, that was like the big equalizer in terms of, because football you had these other schools, you know, I mean, big powerhouse yeah. schools, but come that come basketball time. Oh, it was the ACC. It was the big East, you know, yeah. and these were the teams that were ruling it. And so, you know, I mean, for, I, I feel for all of this and for the entire region, I mean, it's just me personally. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not wet to the game moves too fast. It moves too fast. I mean, I, I like a game where, yeah, we scored, ah, you know, but it's like, we scored, we scored, we scored, we scored. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, eh. I, I feel you about the schools, though, man, because um, uh, local uh, university around here, Bob, uh, Robert Morris, Bobby Moe, they were one of the last conference games that actually got played Ooh. before, you know, they, they shut all the conference tournaments down. And then eventually the NCAA, you know, and then a lot of the schools were like, we're not traveling anywhere. Hint, hint. And then NTA is like, fine, we won't have the tournament. Um, and, and Robert Morris, they they played the game and actually won their conference tournament. Oh. And they're oh. I mean, they're 
25 minutes away from where I live. My father-in-law, that's his alma mater. We were watching that game. We were rooting. My little two-year-old son was running around going, Bobby Moe, Bobby. Like, he was so excited. (laughs) And, uh, you know, that's just a heartbreaker for those guys. Now, from my understanding, all athletics, they're giving, like, all the seniors another year of eligibility. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be able to stay and play. You know what I mean? Maybe they might have jobs. Like, like, not all these people are playing (laughs) basketball for a living. So a lot yeah. of them are like, dude, I got like a job lined up. I got, you know, I'm graduating and I'm going to, to work, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, that's a good point, Yuli. I feel bad for some of these kids. Yeah. yeah, I do too. And like, it's the only thing we can do right now as a website is to try to distract and try to give some, give, give our listeners and ourselves a distraction. So that's what the point of tonight is: is instead of having the March Madness tournament, which three out of four of us really enjoy. Thanks, Yuli. Um, (laughs) We all all enjoy it for the most part, but what we decided to do is we decided to mash up our two favorite things that we like to talk about on this website, and that's going to be sports, and the second being um, superheroes, comic book characters, movie characters, those sorts of things. So we have created, with the help of Steve Monick and then MC Brooks did some pretty dope um, social media work today to put the list out. We've actually gotten some some good responses from our, our listeners and fans. We've got our own tournament. It's a 16-team tournament, um, not the full 32 or 64. We'll, we'll get to that. We've tried this before. It didn't work. So we're just going to try to do 16, like take a bite that we can actually chew this time. Um, but we've got a pretty awesome lineup here. We're going to be doing that. We call it our March Massacre because there is going to be so much murder and death in this thing. It's going to be awesome. Um we will go over the list when we come back because we're going to go ahead and intro and start this bad boy uh, off on a good foot. It's GGR Pirate Radio. We're at the diner and we are starting right now. Listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. You're listening to the Diner on GGR Pirate Radio. Poorly Clover, make a wish. Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. 
This is the way. This is the way. This is called Pirate Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford and this is GGR Pirate Radio. We're all stuck at home, guys. I get it. The coronavirus has kept all of us quarantined. We're going to do everything we possibly can to keep you entertained with a little mashup. We like mashups, you know? MC and I do one. It's called uh, Overflow on the Mic when we uh, combine forces for our little uh, single uh, solo podcast joints that we have. We're going to do the same thing, but we're going to mash up sports and we're going to mash up uh, movie and comic book characters and video game characters into what we call not March Madness, but the March Massacre. It's a 16 player tournament that we're going to have. We're going to see who comes out on top. Uh, joining me for this festive event that we have scheduled is the guy who helped me find the Great Geek Refuge. And that website, it's greatgeekrefuge.com. He helped me find the website back in 2014. His name is Steve Monick. I've been looking forward to this one since we finished recording last week. There you go. Something to look forward to. We've also got a guy who has proven himself in, it has been a little over a year. I think it's almost two years now that MC has been like an official member of GGR and working with us. In that time, he has gone to countless comic book conventions. Uh, he's still dropping amazing music that he does. Um, he's recording awesome podcasts for us. You can check out his own solo podcast. It's called The Overflow with MC Brooks, and his name is MC Brooks. Hello, hello. What Steve said. <laughs> We've also got the host and producer of Fantastic Forum, which you can check out at fantasticforum.tv, or if you're in the Arlington radio listening area, you can check it out on Saturdays at 4 p.m. on WERA 96.7 FM, or you can just go to uh, WERA.FM and listen to it there. Um, his name is Ulysses E. Campbell. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. I am grateful to be counted in this number. I am grateful you can be part of our shenanigans once again, Mr. Campbell. Guys, this is a pretty awesome list here uh, that we have, and... We can beat around the bush all we want, but I think the best thing for us to do is just jump right in and start with some of these matchups. What do you say? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So what I want to do is I'm going to give you guys, we're going to do it bracket by bracket. So I'm not going to throw all 16 names at you. Um, but if you go to the website, if you go to, um, oh, I'm sorry, correction. If you go to the Facebook group, it is the Great Geek Refuge group. There's a picture of the brackets right there. In fact, I'll have one up on the website as well to go along with this podcast. So if you want to play along at home and make your own bracket, you can do that as well. But we're going to look at our first, we're going to go from left to right. I mean, I think that this is, this is an amazing matchup for our first matchup because it's two of my absolute favorite characters of all time. And that's going to be Superman versus Luke Skywalker. Mind you, there was no rhyme or reason behind the pairings of these matchups. It literally was random. Steve, give us a kind of a little insight on how you actually created this. Yeah, so we wanted to have a little bit of fun. And, and obviously, the easiest way with 16 is do four groups of four. 
So we picked four different franchise or, you know, intellectual property, what, what have you. Star Wars, DC, Marvel, video games. So you're going to see characters from all those different worlds. Threw them in a, a randomizer kind of blender, see what spit out. So you're going to get, you know, same property against same property, people that would never meet, all kinds of weird stuff. Um, it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, like Mike said, Superman, Luke Skywalker, the randomizer spit that out as one of the first pairings. I'm like, OK, so we're, we're, in, we're in for a treat here. So. The, the question that I have for this, because and, and here's how we're going to do it. What we're going to do is we're each going to give our pick on who we think would win. Now, we can establish ground rules after we've all gone over our picks. Like everybody will just give their pick in a little bit of, of why. And then we'll all kind of convene and be like, OK, so this particular thing that this person brought up, eh, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to fly. We're all going to agree on whatever. And that'll be the criteria for who moves on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's for Yeah. OK. All right. So, um. You know, we'll let our our guest, you know, because that's the polite thing to do. Mr. Campbell, we'll let you pick first on who's winning this matchup of Luke Skywalker versus Superman. Oh, this is a no brainer. I love Luke Skywalker and the forces with him and all that stuff. But Superman wins this one in a walk. Okay. I mean, we don't even need to talk about this. You know, just <laughs> move Superman onto the next round. <laughs> I got you. I got you. My question is, is like, I'm wondering, can a lightsaber slice through Kryptonian skin when it's like fully charged off of a yellow sun? No. So we're thinking like he, he takes a swing at Superman and it just bounces off him. Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> and MC, what's your take on this? Um, same boat as Yuli. I, I don't think this is a close or even much of a fair fight. I think Superman wipes the floor with Luke. Okay. Steve, what's your take on this one? Yeah, it, uh, as, as, as much as I wish I could make a better case for Luke. The yes. only, like, because I was thinking about all these matchups before we went into at least the first round. Um, and I had a hard time finding a reason for Luke to win. Because really the only thing, you know, Superman has very limited number of weaknesses. And one of the ones I was thinking, I was like, well, Superman is vulnerable to magic. You know what I mean? And is yeah. the force, you know, there's a lot of different force powers out there that we've seen. It's not just picking up rocks and throwing rocks at Superman, which would do nothing. You yeah. know, there, there's a lot of different kind of force elements. But when I came down to it, all the force powers, despite their kind of magical properties, None of them are really doing anything other than affecting, like, the physical world. And in the physical world, you can't really beat Superman without kryptonite. Like, that, that's the only, like, physical thing that you can in, in bring into play. So yeah. unless you're going to make some kind of weird thing where Luke, like, was able to, like, force pull kryptonite from somewhere, which is nonsense. Um, I, yeah. I can't see. He doesn't have, like, he can't get into Superman's mind. He can't make superman like teleport to another dimension like he can't do anything to get superman out of here and in a physical fight you can't beat superman well not unless they're fighting on a planet that is uh has a red sun yeah, in which true. case in which case i like luke in that yeah but that's not what we said and uh, let me tell you something i can see why it takes you all so because this isn't even a discussion <laughs> any one of us could have been <laughs> like yeah move superman to the next round yeah. all right let's move on I mean, yeah. we can talk about it all you want, and we can spend another five minutes on it. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's just there is I, no permutation of this yeah. where Luke, unless 
they're fighting on a planet with a red sun. Yeah, and, and let's just say it's yeah. let's just say it's Tatooine, for instance. There's two suns. Superman's going to be supercharged, and Luke is going to Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's over. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not even it. close. That's the fun thing. Like with some of these ones that are going to be relatively one-sided, the more fun thing is, okay, how could Luke win? You know, yes, like exactly. in having that discussion of, yep. all right, so he's got a red sun. Uh, maybe they, maybe Luke's in charge of a Death Star somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the I've, red sun thing—that's it. If you get, if they're fighting on a planet with the red sun, it's Luke all day, every day, because or, Superman doesn't have any powers. Here's the other one. Here's the other X factor in this too. Like again, we got to suspend a lot of disbelief for this one, okay? But like, let's just say it's it's Return of the Jedi arrow Luke. So he's got the green saber, right? Let's just say I don't know for shit and giggles here that the crystal, the crystal that powers his green lightsaber, is a piece of kryptonite instead of instead of a kyber crystal, it's a piece of kryptonite. That might be the only way that he possibly beat them. Okay. You know what? Kyber kryptonite, both starting with K. It's green. It's a green crystal. Maybe it's just what people in Luke's galaxy call kryptonite. It's it's some serious plot armor. That would be the only way he pulled it. So, yeah, Soups wins in a a walk-off. Like, not even. Like, he's just like, it's already over before Luke even realizes that it's over, so. Basically. Yeah. Um, Next matchup we got here. Uh, This is actually, this one's gonna be really fucking good. I can't yeah. wait to hear what you guys say about this one. This is Batman. This is like, honestly, like when you're looking at your two pillars of DC comics, you've got three. It's Batman and Superman, Wonder Woman. But like your two main are Batman and Superman. We've got Batman going up against arguably, I would say, like the leader of the, the Avengers. I mean, it could be back and forth between him and, and Iron Man. But honestly, we all know it's Cap and it's Captain America. Captain America versus Batman. I, I'm going MC. Give me, give me who you got on this one, man. Who, who are you taking in the Batman versus Cap, Captain America matchup? Uh, I kind of, I, I really want to lean Cap on this. I mean, Super Soldier Serum. I mean, he, I mean, he's gone, he's gone toe to toe with, with, with you know, guys and people who are super proud. But you could probably make that same argument for for Batman also. And I mean, Batman has this forever trope of he literally defeats anyone if he has prep time. <laughs> like if you any you give him any amount of time, he always just seems to always have a contingency plan. Um, I going to the t- I, I think I would just have to go cap. Uh, I, I I think I, I think that uh, that Super Soldier Serum would give him just a, a a bit more of an advantage than Batman, who is. Just peak human condition. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I can't argue it at, at all because the only thing that I would counter with, and I'll, I'll wait for my response. I'll save mine for the end. But um, Steve, what do you got on this? Who are you taking, Bats or, uh, or Cap? Yeah, long story short, I, I think it's going to be 2-0 Captain America right here because I was trying to think okay. about it like as a, as a parallel. Yeah. Um, so we've seen Batman fight Bane. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying captain america is like hulked out like bane is but bane's a superhuman strength guy like captain america has super soldier serum like they're both serum infused overly strong fighters but the difference is bane relies on his brute strength Mm -hmm. captain america is strategic so it's kind of taking an intelligent trained 
you know, martial arts expert fighter like Captain America with kind of almost Bane level strength. And we've seen Bane break Batman's back. So yeah. I'm thinking, you know, if even if Catman, uh, Captain America is a little bit weaker physically than Bane, he's that much more smarter as a fighter than Bane. And so I was okay. saying, like, I'm taking a parallel of someone Batman's already fought and mm. to a degree lost to. I think I would give the edge to Cap uh, out of those two. Plus, I mean, you got the shield, you know, that kind of yeah. helps. Uh, that I'm not saying that would defeat all of Batman's, you know, we Batman could, you know, throw a gas thing or whatever, you know, so, but I think that would at least defend Cap a little bit from some of Batman's arsenal as well. Yeah, because I, w- I would honestly wonder what Batman's counter to the shield would be. Well, you know, if it's 60s era Adam West Batman, he has his utility belt full of anti-shield spray that he can use. Oh, yeah. like, oh, I thought you were talking about he would have the big plastic fold-out shield that came in the, the 66 Batman that, vehicle. That's, that's Batmobile. possible, too. Yeah. Shield yeah. against shield. <laughs> Yuli, who are you taking in Batman versus Captain America? Well, first thing that I want to say is um, I think uh, Steve... You're engaging in a bit of a false equivalence when you start talking about Bane, because Venom is a very different sort of drug than the super soldier serum. Um, I think that there's a misconception, and part of it has to do with these movies, because the super soldier serum uh, essentially, because Batman and Captain America are very even, the super soldier serum um, it, it, it gets you to the peak level of human conditioning. I mean, Cap doesn't have super strength. I mean, he briefly, at one point during the 70s, had super strength, but that was because of an interaction between the Vipers, Venom drug that he got shot with, and the super soldier serum. And I guess Marvel felt like they had to give Cap super strength because he was, you know, just, hey, it's Captain America. He's you know, a costumed athlete, but, and then bear in mind, he was a 98 pound weakling. I mean, you know, what the serum did was to increase him to the peak level of human conditioning, which is basically what Batman is already. I mean, but Batman did it just with his own determination and, you know, working hard, working out and all that. So, um, you know, Cap, it, 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 it's not, the Super Soldier Serum doesn't necessarily give him an edge over some of the people he could potentially fight. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing is, I think that this is, it depends what day it is, you know? I mean, <laughs> probably, like, out of, out of five, Cap takes three and Batman takes two. You know, but then they're going to be those times. Oh, yeah, Batman won this one. You know, I mean, they're just they're very evenly matched. I mean, the closest that we have seen to any um, Cap versus Batman, I guess, short of some video game is uh, the Justice League Avengers crossover. And uh, Captain America and Batman were sizing each other up and they didn't actually fight, but both of them had to acknowledge, all right, I respect you. <laughs> and, you know, in fact, Batman said, yeah, you know, you might beat me, but it would take a while, you know what I mean? So the two of them, I mean, we're not talking about, um, I actually think somebody that would be a better matchup against Bane might be uh, Deathstroke, the Terminator, you know? I mean, you know, somebody who is genuinely heightened. And let me tell you something. Deathstroke and, and it was in a Deathstroke because Deathstroke had his own title briefly. But Deathstroke and Batman fought, 
and Deathstroke wiped the place up with him. I mean, it was, but that's Deathstroke. I mean, whatever that stuff is, he's on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, Ooh, it's, it's, it's rough. You know, now Batman got up from the ass whooping and took more ass whooping (laughs) because he's Batman, (laughs) but you know, he still got beat. And, uh, you know, I just don't see, I don't see cap as, as being that. So, uh, but, for for uh, the purposes of what we are doing here today, um, I would slide Cap into the next round, uh, you know, because we just because like I said, I, I feel like he he would win the majority of the time, even if we're only talking about three out of five. Okay. So for those reasons, I would just slide Cap on. Well, ultimately, it doesn't matter what I choose because Bats is already down three nothing. Um, so even <laughs> if I did choose Bats, Cap's moving on. I honestly don't think Batman's beating Captain America. I think he could. I think that Batman definitely could. But the, the thing that, that separates Captain America from Batman, and you guys can ag- agree or disagree with me, I feel like Captain America is he's pure of heart, whereas Batman is distrustful by nature. It's who he is. It's I mean, it's it's not always a bad thing, but it's it, it's why like Captain America could pick up Mjolnir. It's why Batman will like, let's just say he was a Marvel character. He couldn't because he he wouldn't be worthy of picking it up. Like it, it's it's about who who these are at their core. And I think if you take what Yuli said, where these guys are essentially both at the peak condition, physical conditioning, that that's the edge that Cap has. And again, back Batman could probably take him out. But again, what's Batman's motivation in all of this? Like just a pure fight? Like it's. If it's like some punk who's robbing, you know, uh, a jewelry store or like it's the Joker trying to gas all of Gotham, Batman's got the edge. It's that extra anger that really gets him. But like, I don't see Batman getting angry at Captain America. I, I think that Cap would just ultimately, if it's just a pure skill thing, Captain America is a warrior. You know, he's a he's a soldier. Batman is, you know, a, a ninja, you know, sort of. <laughs> but like we've seen we've seen Captain America beat ninjas before. I'm going with Cap. Yeah. Well, let, let me I, I don't disagree with you, but I do yeah. want to inject that um, with Batman, it's not anger. Batman isn't angry. I mean, Batman is focused. This guy, he he's he strikes me as being extremely dispassionate when he is in combat because he's very analytical. I mean, that that's the nature of the character. So I wouldn't I mean, I wouldn't characterize that as anger, you know, but a supreme focus on whatever it was that he was trying to do. You know, I mean, he's, he's, he's a much more complicated character than Captain America is, you know, I mean, you're right, Captain, but I, I agree. I don't think he could pick up Mjolnir. Um, I think Superman could, but you know, that, that's just not, that's just not Batman's shtick. I mean, he's got, he's got too much angst. He's got too much emotional baggage that he's carrying around with him, you know, where Cap, Cap is a much more, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying that there isn't some heartache there with Captain America, the whole man out of time thing, but um, he's he's just much better adjusted than Batman is. So, you know, yeah. for what that's worth, I mean, just, basically, <laughs> no emotional baggage is the reason why Cap moves on. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go into our uh, our next tier here. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. I think this is going to be a quick one too. Yeah, we've got we've got Moon Knight. I know this is hard for MC because he loves Moon Knight. Um, 
And we've got like I would say the new kid on the block. She's been around for a while um, as a character, but like she's really come into her own in the last few years. And that's Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Uh, she got her own uh, the, uh, Marvel film, uh, and we saw just truly how powerful she was. But we also saw this in the Civil War II comic book uh, crossover event that they had too. Like uh, um, MC, we'll start. Or Steve, actually, uh, we went with MC last time. Steve, um, let's start with you, Captain Marvel or Moon Knight. Who are you taking on this one? Oh my gosh, I did my research thinking we're talking about Monica Rambeau. I am okay. so embarrassed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, as much as I would love for it to be Moon Knight, I actually was like looking at the entire left side, these these eight on the left side of the bracket, and I'm like, it's never going to happen. But I kind of wanted to see Moon Knight versus Batman. I think that would be kind of cool if they ended Ooh, up That would have been a better matchup, I agree. Yeah. Like, that would have been one of the, like, because I think looking at the entire first round, there's there's some other interesting ones, but Batman Cap was like one of the closest ones. Like like kind of Yuli put it like it's three out of five. Like someone's barely making it out of that one in, in a couple of things. Captain Marvel is five out of five. Like there's yeah. <laughs> th this this is more like when we're talking about Superman. Like all right, let's talk about how Moon Knight could ever win. <laughs> and I, I don't even know if I can have a good answer to that one either. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure that one out too. Like I. He's Almost an interesting character. You just have to catch well, uh, full moon, he's got height and strength. Ooh. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Maybe if he's taking Captain Marvel on uh, the night of the full moon. And then, um, are we, is this, I'm assuming it's um, MCU Captain Marvel versus comic book Captain Marvel, because there yeah. is a difference. I mean, I don't know what you read in the comic books, but captain photon or whatever in the hell they're calling her now in the in the in the comic books is yeah. nowhere near as powerful as this character in the movies no not even close they did seem to make her pretty uh movies. Pretty they OP. made her pretty yeah they made her pretty op in the movie man she was like nigh invincible like oh, those she was yeah, like superman level in yeah the, that's in what i was thinking movie yeah. i mean and there's superman in that justice league avengers crossover superman ran rings around her i mean that was like half a panel he had beaten captain marvel and moved on to somebody else yeah, yeah. And that's the thing even from the comic book standpoint like even if we're looking at that version yeah oh uh, of captain Moon marvel Knight isn't beating her either no <laughs> and that's the thing because i remember I, I'm last just year my own edification going forward in future rounds because it could be relevant because <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at last year i remember it ended up being joker we did a tournament last year and it ended up being the the joker versus captain marvel and me and mike were looking around doing research like how the hell could joker ever even compete with her we like we were looking up like lists of her weaknesses and stuff and there really isn't much like you kind of have to get into her head or, yeah, or at least mild be, gas yeah that's like mild gas is no joke man but she's got the, she's got that mask that she can put down though so she can fly in space so therefore oh, okay, i would wait, think wait, that if well, he yeah. does yeah so wait wait so you're taught this is the mcu captain yes. marvel then and not the comic book captain marvel yeah that's that's what i'm thinking we, we, we're going with just because that's going to be the one that most people are familiar with because that's like recency bias Okay, well, in that case, she, you know, she's probably going to win the whole thing. <laughs> if that's what we're yeah, talking about. She's in the same bracket as Superman, so that would be a, quite a fight. I, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the person I saw in the comic books, uh, sorry, in the, in the movies, for all I know, some of that energy, she could, like, 
yeah, I'm going to hit you with some red sun shit or some kryptonite, kryptonite shit, whatever. I mean, <laughs> she was she was crazy overwhelming in that movie. In fact, it was ridiculous. You had Cree starships, world killers. They were like, run away, run away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <It was> just... <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm... I, ooh, mm. We'll have to see when we get to that matchup. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So pretty much every consensus here, Captain Marvel's mopping the floor, right? Oh, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one. Uh, the next one is Street Fighter 2. I would say arguably like one of the most popular characters of this video game franchise of all time. Um, Ryu from, from Street Fighter 2 and all the subsequent sequels that came as well. And he's going against... Um, and we'll get into this because supposedly I'm going to put air quotes around it. The Mandalorian bounty hunter, Boba Fett. There's some Boba recent Fett. stuff that's Boba Fett. Where? <laughs> there's been some there's been some recent stuff that's come out that basically like even George Lucas said that that Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian. And that's a discussion for another episode, I'm sure. Boba but we're, we're yeah, well, it's not, it, well, he's a clone. Yes, for one. But two. They're, they're stating that Django Fett is not a Mandalorian and that Django Fett's an imposter. It's the reason why his helmet is dented, because Beskar armor wouldn't get dented ever, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like it's like fake Mandalorian armor. So it's it's a whole thing. Um, but at any rate, Ryu versus Boba Fett. Uh, Yuli, our esteemed guest, we'll let you start here. Who are we taking in this fight? Well, as much as I would like to give Boba Fett some credit. You know, when you let a blind guy take you out in like the first 20 minutes of a movie, I just have no respect for you. I'm sorry. So, you know, it's you all day, every day with this. I don't care about flamethrowers and jetpacks and all this other stuff. It's like, nah. <laughs> nah, dude. You lost to a blind then, dude. You're done. <laughs> and, and then you screamed as you were like flying over into the side of the freaking yacht thing. I was like... I don't think so. Maybe that's how this fight plays out, right? Is like Boba Fett shows up against Ryu and everybody in the crowd is like, hey, there's Boba Fett, the guy that lost to a blind guy. And he just gets <laughs> laughed out of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and let's face it, because Han wasn't even trying to beat him. You know, I mean, it was one of those, oh, it turned around and the shit he had in his hand hit the jet pack and accidentally activated it. You know, I mean, it was... That that was a most ignoble end, to be certain. Indeed. Steve, who you got? Boba Fett or Ryu? Well, now I would feel like an idiot if I try to defend Boba Fett following <laughs> that performance, right? Because if I'm like, well, he actually, he has a, like, I'd feel like such a nerd, you know, trying to. Um, so I'll, I'll, I guess I'll try and make the case for Boba Fett. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel like as long as he could avoid the Hadouken, um, Right. I mean, he could, you know, he has ranged weapons, um, but I don't know. I guess we'll just go with Ryu because that'd be more fun. I'm I'm just curious, like Ryu is like martial artist extreme, so extreme that he can generate fireballs with his with his chi. Um, can he block bullets like laser blasts? Like, is that even something that can is he that fast? You know, like, I don't think he can do that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, I think if he gets in close to Boba Fett, the, the, the sure you can uppercut is, is going to be the, the the end of that fight right there, because I don't care how good his armor is. He's not armored right underneath his chin. So like that's going <laughs> to be a really good point. 
<laughs> that's going to be a knockout blow right there. MC, are you, yeah. you you with me on this one that it's Ryu all the way? Yeah, all the way. I'm not even yeah. familiar enough with Boba Fett to really have a like a, a credible opinion on this. Imagine imagine um the Mandalorian. Imagine him only he sucks. That's Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, well, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a wrap then. <laughs> yeah. But Boba Fett is and I'll I'll have I just need like 30 seconds for this rant, I swear to god. Boba Fett I, in my opinion is like the most overrated Star Wars character of all time. People love him because he was mysterious and because as Steve eloquently put on our podcast one time, he out Han Soloed Han Solo. Like he he out like um, scoundreled the scoundrel by hiding in the garbage um, and was waiting for him. So that kind of gave Boba Fett a little air of, of mystique. And he didn't say much. He didn't do much, but he but he caught Han Solo. And I think that that automatically uh, like elevated him in everybody's mind. But like in my the more we learn about Boba Fett, the more he's just a punk ass. And like I've I've never been impressed with him. And yeah, and now we're finding out more that like he's he's not even uh, an actual Mandalorian. And after seeing all of the Mandalorian season one, you realize how badass those guys are. Like yeah, Boba Fett doesn't hold a candle to any of them. And yeah, Ryu is 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 walking away with this one. Don. Well, the other the other good thing about Boba Fett, I mean, he was the best thing about that Star Wars holiday special. I mean, that was where they introduced him. And he seemed like, oh, yeah, wow, this guy is going to be really tough. But, you know, they, they kind of retconned him, too, because I remember when they first came out with him, they described I mean, it wasn't Mandalorian armor. It was the armor of the old Imperial shock troops, whatever in the hell that was supposed to be. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and they just didn't stick with that. So. I don't know, yeah. man. Have you seen that scene with B. Arthur in the holiday special? I, mean, <laughs> I think you're downplaying that a little bit. I'm just saying B. Arthur would have been a better matchup for Ryu. Ryu versus B. <laughs> B. Arthur. That makes everybody stop and pause for a second. Yeah. Not even the Star Wars one. Golden Girls B. Arthur versus <laughs> she'll be in our 16 team, uh, you know, intellectual property. She'll be the representative of the Golden Girls in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I kidding? If we're, it's Golden Girls. It's Estelle Getty, right? Next, she doesn't take crap from anyone. Are you kidding me? Next, year, next year it's Wolverine of the X Men versus B Arthur. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, that's a tough one, man. I don't, I don't know. know. Versus Estelle Getty. <laughs> oh man, she's got that pedigree of being in Stop or My Mom Will Shoot with uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> All right, let's. We're going to go to the next bracket now. We're going to go from bottom to top. We are going um, with an interesting pick. I don't actually know much about this character, so I'm going to have to lean on you guys who have actually played the Metroid series games to give me some insight on this. But we've got Samus uh, of Metroid, Metroid Prime fame, um, and she's going up against the Dark Lord of the Sith himself, uh, the fallen Jedi, formerly known as Anakin Skywalker. His name is Darth Vader. Um, I'll let... I mean, who know MC? You know a, a little bit about Metroid and Samus, correct? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Is does she hold any shot at taking Vader on, or is Vader just like force choking her and snapping her neck and throwing her across the room? Probably the latter. But I mean, because I mean, Samus is ba she's basically like if, if you like if she she's basically a bounty hunter in the same in the same like way that Mando was, the Mandalorians are. She's gotcha. basically a, a space bounty hunter um, who can roll into a ball, form bombs, um, basically store up energy and shoot these uh, these energy blasts out. And she can also like 
use those same energy graphs, uh, energy blasts to uh, reach and like grab people or objects that are far away from her. So she can like she can fight from um, from a distance. I can't think of the the term, um, but I, I I'm trying. I'm I'm actually looking stuff up now because based on the abilities that I've that, that I've seen her with and in the games that I played and in Smash Bros, I I don't know if there's necessarily a a counter for what you just said. Yeah, she's got this power suit. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's this, this. That's where I'm gonna. This, uh, since I couldn't do yeah. with Boba Fett, this is where I'm gonna get into my nerdy Star Wars stuff. Yes. If you don't mind. Okay. Um. So the uh, actual Mandalorians developed all their armor and weapon and technology to combat the mystical powers of the Jedi. Yeah. So if we're gonna say that Samus is like a bounty hunter who has an exoskeleton suit that is more akin to actual Mandalorian armor with actual weapons, that's the only thing that would give her a chance. All that being said, though, Vader is one of the most powerful and as good of a fight as Samus could put up. I don't see how really anyone could beat Vader that doesn't have some kind of superpower themselves or some kind of, you know, uh, counteractive or equally powerful magic. Yeah. I, so the, the suit doesn't provide any sort of protection against uh, Vader's force-based powers? I mean, she's not from the Star Wars lore, so we can't we can't assume her her suit would be made out of the 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 material that would uh, prevent her from being affected by the force. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, what I mean, about there's... this business? It says that she can turn into a ball of energy or something, and you know, like move through some tight places or some kind of thing. Yeah, she can kind of yeah, like, like the, ball, the yeah. ball. Yeah, like the 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 suit. She can like literally like roll up into a ball, kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog. Like when he rolls into a ball and can like spin and roll and you know move up ramps and things like that. Like she has the ability to kind of morph down into a ball like that as well. Um, so yeah, she would certainly like Vader's biggest limitation would be if he isn't using the Force to, you know, enhance his movement. She would be way more agile and elusive. Um, so I think he would have to really use a good bit of force because she's more teched out. But at yeah. the end of the day, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if the tech could overcome kind of the force. Because, I mean, well, uh, I, I, after reading um, reading something, I, I do think this is something that uh, this could kind of be kind of a pick em because it, it does say that her her plasma beam can cut through any and everything. Hmm. Well, yeah, but I've seen Vader deflect um, blaster beams. You know, I mean, is there any reason to think that he wouldn't? I mean, I know she's got missiles and, you know, it, other directed energy weapons and stuff. But is there any reason to think that Vader couldn't use the force to misdirect any of that stuff? I mean, yeah, if it hit him, that'd be bad. But I don't know that he would allow any of these things to hit him. And heck, even if he couldn't redirect the blast itself, he could certainly redirect her arm or, you know, whatever it was that was firing these things. I think, and this is just my take on this. I mean, like I, I Vader's walking away with this easily. Yeah. Um, but what's going to end up happening is, is he's going to walk into it in his typical Vader fashion. She's going to pop him in the mouth. 
Like this is if you look at like any time you've seen fights with Vader in comic books or like I can't even remember the name of the uh, the YouTube channel. But it's really fun, actually. It's a really fun YouTube channel where they do who would win in a fight, Batman or Vader. And like they do really good videos. They're actually really entertaining. Um, everything that we've seen from Vader is whoever is going up against him always gets in a really good couple of shots. Right. And you're like, oh, this guy might actually be able to defeat Vader. And then Vader gets angry and the anger fuels his dark side force like powers. And then it's just over like Batman, like literally has Oracle send him the blueprints to create a lightsaber. And he throws these things at um, Vader's suit that knock out the power. So Vader is literally sustaining himself with the force while his suit resets. Once his suit resets, Batman and him are lightsaber dueling. He ends up, you know, whooping Batman's ass in a lightsaber fight because he's fucking Darth Vader. And then, like, throws him out of the, one of the windows of the Death Star, like, into, like, the landing bay. And then Batman gets back in the Batwing and, like, launches, like, six missiles at him. And you think that it's over. But, no, like, Vader somehow survived it and is basically ripping the Batwing apart. And then, like, pulls Batman out of the Batwing and snaps his neck. And I was like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> it was it was really good. But, like, that's the thing is once you piss him off, all bets are off. Like, he's not losing. I feel like he's just... It's a combination of this guy was a general in the Clone Wars. He was the strongest Jedi um, during the Clone Wars, short of uh, of Yoda. But honestly, we'll, we might find out later how, how that matchup goes. Um, yeah, he's not losing. Like, I just do not see him losing to Samus. I mean, he wouldn't. There, there's very few people, I think, that really could hold their own against Vader in a fight. I never thought about that kind of like. Hulk, the angrier I get, the stronger I get version of Vader. Yeah. But that's a good point. I never yep. thought about that. Yeah, that's the way the dark side works. Yeah. Anger, fear, aggression, you know, yeah. that that stuff. I mean, as opposed to, uh, you know, some characters where getting angry works against them. You know, in this case, yeah, that the, the getting angry with the dark side makes you more powerful. Yeah. And especially with him, where there's so much hate, there's so much anger, like where I mean, like and I've stated this before. It's one of my favorite lines about him is when he defeated Darth Maul in that one comic book. Maul was like laying there dying. And he's like, what could you have possibly hated so much that you had enough dark side force to defeat me? And Vader looks at him and he says myself before he kills him. Like that's fueling him, his own hatred for himself, for what he did to become what he is, is like. You can't beat that, dude. You know, how is Samus and her little ball energy thing that she turns into going to beat that? Like, nah, dude, Vader's walking away with this one easily. I mean, we could say her suit's made out of cortosis, which is like lightsaber resistant. And just Yeah, but he, he can still crush her brain with, you know, with, with the force. Like, he can crush the whole suit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or just throw her out, the, uh, you know, throw her across the arena, you know, like, like you know, I can't. I exactly. thought that Batman versus Darth Vader thing was particularly ill-conceived. I mean, I like Batman, but you yeah. don't want Batman to fight this guy, you know? In fact, <laughs> I, and I, I know what you're talking about with those vids, yeah. and the one yeah. I liked was Batman versus Wolverine. That one was good. That was a good one. Yeah, I mean, Batman's like, Alfred, I need medical attention. And then here's Wolverine killing him. You know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah, you had me till I healed, dude. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's, um, there's actually with the Batman versus Darth Vader one, it was such a closely because they let basically they let their, their fans vote on it to see who's going to win. Right. Yeah. It was so close in the voting that they ended up doing two versions of it. One in which Batman won. And it was, it was pretty cool. Like, 
what it was is like he's on the Death Star because Vader has captured Superman. Superman, right. Yeah. And what he did was is Vader's like, you think you could defeat me? I, you know, I, I'm strong with the dark side. And he's like, I don't need to defeat you. I just need to distract you. And basically he like he gets Superman out and then Superman mops the floor with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can see how somebody might be like, yeah, Batman beat him. He essentially made a phone call. That's not really beating somebody. <laughs> phone the friend. Yeah, <laughs> better leave me alone, or I'm gonna call my big brother. Yeah, Clark's gonna be really mad. Yeah, exactly. You used a lifeline like a mug in that one, <laughs> <laughs> literally. You know. All right, so let's get let's get on to our next matchup here. This one's interesting. I'm I'm curious how you guys see this going down. Uh, we've got the Amazonian princess herself, Diana, Wonder Woman versus Master Yoda. Um. That that's a hard one to pick, man. Steve, you can go ahead and start us off on this one. Like how you uh, see this one play. This yeah. is another one where I like because even the the last two, I'm like, I think I know which way this would go. But this yeah. one, I'm like, I have no reference point for how these two would would match up. Um, because you don't have what just based off the last conversation, it's someone who's really powerful themselves versus someone who has the force, and it, I guess it all depends on how greatly we're, we're weighing the abilities of the force um you know we we didn't weigh them super highly when we did luke versus superman right we we said that someone who has super strength super speed flight you know pretty much invulnerability um would handle someone who has the force regardless of how strong they are um because luke pretty darn strong you know you well, can debate Yoda is a lot stronger with the force than luke is i mean we're talking about you know, like a nth level Jedi master, you know, perennial member of the Jedi Council. I mean, I give Luke a lot of props, but hey, this is the guy that trained Luke. You know, we're yeah. talking about, I mean. Sure, admittedly. Uh, and I guess just the question, though, is, is that enough? Because, you know, kind of what we we're talking about with Luke versus Superman is with the force, he's able to see into the future and then affect the, the material world around him in different ways. He can make himself jump higher, run faster, move things, you know, do different things with the Force. Um, and Yoda's not going to dip his toe in any of the dark side stuff because he's one of the, the purest Jedi out there. So it's not like he's going to get into weird Sith powers that, like, drain the life out of people or anything like that. So, you know, Wonder Woman being pretty freaking strong in the physical realm, I have a hard time picking against her. I can see that too, but also the thing with with Yoda is not so much like what he would use the Force to do to her. And this is, as you mentioned, Steve, you know, you're getting super nerdy. I'm gonna get super nerdy with Yoda. The fighting style that he uses. If if you if you've seen episode two, uh, Attack of the Clones, when he fights Dooku, what he ends up doing is he's got his little cane and he hobbles in there, right? And he drops the cane uses the force to pull his lightsaber off of his belt and then starts bouncing around like a pinball. The reason for that is, is the style of combat that he uses literally makes him a conduit for the force. So that's why he's like weak, essentially, like during the day when he's just walking around because he essentially gives himself over to the force. And I feel like in a situation like that, as good as Wonder Woman is, if Yoda does that, I don't know if she can beat that. And like, 
are we are we thinking that her her wristlets are are lightsaber proof? Like, is she going to be able to defend his lightsaber strikes? I think that's the only way. We're just going to have to make that part of the canon for this for this thing we're doing. Is that's her only way that she's going to hold a, a candle at, at any point? Is with something like that. Now, could she beat him? Yeah, I think she could. But this one's really hard for me to choose, man. Like. I could see Yoda taking her. I could see Wonder Woman walking away from this one. Um, it's always hard for me to when it's a, a when it's two good guys against each other, because if it's a bad guy and a good guy, like for for the most part, you can kind of figure that one out. Or, um, in in like you know Luke versus Superman, it's fucking Superman. He's walking away with that one. Um, I don't know. I'm you know what? I'm going with Yoda. I think I think Yoda would find a way to win this fight one way or the other and wonder woman's not gonna be a win at all costs sort of combatant she's not going to cheat or she's not going to play dirty basically to beat yoda like dooku did where dooku was like well i can't defeat you so i'll crush your uh your little jedi students over there and then yoda was distracted and then dooku's like see you later bye like wonder woman wouldn't do anything like that it's gonna be a straight up fight and yoda's taking it well in attack of the clones it looked to me i mean it wasn't like Yoda was just beating him down. I mean, it looked like a pretty even fight. Now, Dooku had places to be and people to see. And he's like, look, I don't want to spend this time fighting you. I might not win. So he decided to, you know, beat feet and do what he needed to do to be able to do that and distract Yoda. Um, it sounds like and this is this is uh, it's not really a qualm of mine, but it seems as if uh, it's the movie versions of these characters that we're putting up here. Um, and it, not that it makes a big difference in terms of Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman is also a very spiritual character. And, you know, we're not just talking about her physical strength or the power of the old gods being imbued in her or the lasso or any kind of thing like that. You know, I mean, because of because of the spiritual nature of her character and the warrior nature, quite frankly, because you know, Wonder Woman is very pragmatic and, you know, just like how she ended up uh, killing Maxwell Lord because that was the only way to free Superman from his mental control. Um, you know, now I'm not saying that that's something that would be necessary here with Yoda, but, you know, unlike Superman, I mean, yeah, Superman is pure of heart and that kind of thing, but he, he we're not talking about the same kind of spirituality that we have with Wonder Woman, because quite frankly, I could see Wonder Woman as being kind of force sensitive in a way, you know? So I, I, um, I mean, I, I agree with Mike. I think this is a, this is, this is a tough one. This is much tougher than Superman and Luke Skywalker. I mean, partly for me, because I think Wonder Woman and Superman would be a pretty good fight. Yoda and Luke Skywalker, I don't. And so Luke just isn't anywhere near as powerful as Yoda but it still doesn't make a difference in terms of this particular matchup. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I flat out don't know. I, yeah. I can't even pick one with this. I'm going to say, yeah, they, 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 they're at a stalemate. Wonder Woman and Yoda. Maybe you got to do a coin coin toss to see who moves on. Yeah, I feel like MC is going to be decider because it's like, I'm giving a point to Wonder Woman. Mike's giving a point to Yoda. MC is giving a point to both. So it's two to two, MC. Who's it going to no, be? No, no. The, the, the mean, other, you mean the other black giving guy, a point Steve. to both? Yeah. The other black guy. I'm, I'm, the other I'm black kind of... 
Jesus. <laughs> what the hell, Yuli? <laughs> no, one simple slip of the tongue, and all of a sudden it's a racial thing. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, what, what, did I, what did I say? You said instead of saying... MC, instead of saying Yuli gave a point to both, you said MC gave a point to both. So. Oh, I said MC. I said MC both times. Yeah, okay, yeah, my, my bad. You, but you know what I meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> yes, I'm afraid I did. <laughs> I love you anyway, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that matters to me is that you still love me, Yuli. Hooray! <laughs> I mean MC. MC. Excuse me. <laughs> But I wouldn't be me if I let that just go by the wayside. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait. No, I was so focused on getting MC his time that I was like, MC, 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 MC. So, yeah, my bad. <laughs> MC, I mean, who you taking, man? I mean, this is... <laughs> this side. Uh, I, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. And and the, the, the sad thing is I'm kind of just as on the fence as Yuli is on this. Like... The entire time this conversation has been going on, in addition to like listening, I've, I've simply just been looking stuff up just to see, like, hey, I wonder if anyone has, if anyone else has ever wondered, like, oh, who would actually win? And so I found this uh, this one uh, thread on a message board about who would win, and there, every like everyone is every bit as down the middle as we are on this, where you have half the people saying, oh yeah, Wonder Woman speed blitzes Yoda, it's a wrap. And then other people saying, well, you know, maybe not so much. Yeah. So I, 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 I honestly, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't even think I'm the best suited because I still haven't watched those middle, uh, those middle Star Wars films. Yeah. So I don't have I, my the only, uh, the only stuff I have of Yoda is the stuff I have from the original trilogy. Where he's like, and super not, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. So like I, I don't, I don't have a reference point for his style of fight. Which would cause me to lean Wonder Woman since I'm so in the middle on this. But I, I again, I also admit like I'm not the best person to really say because I don't know Yoda's fighting style to say whether or not he would, whether he would, whether or not he would mop the floor with Diana or whether it be even or or what. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, think, I, I think a coin toss for this one. Yeah, I guess we gotta pick something though because we have a second round though. Yeah, that's what I was saying, Mike. Let's have Mike just toss a coin. Flip coin. All right, hang on a second. Let me (laughs) find something I can. I don't have a coin on me. I'm trying to find something I can do. Um, Yeah, Mike only keeps hundred dollar bills around, so we know uh, (laughs) money bags Lunsford over here ain't ain't slumming with a coin. Money bags Lunsford. See, now I've got this image of uh, Mike looking like Scrooge McDuck here, you know? <laughs> That's what I've been doing while I've been stuck at home, is just swimming in my giant vault full of coins. <laughs> Defying well, go the laws get of one and flip it. <laughs> Look, money, I've money, got money. one, but it's your show. Well, all right, Steve, you got a coin? Of course money not. Bags Monic here, you know? Actually, I don't have a coin, but I do have a poker chip that could there work. There you go. That'll oh, that'll there work. There you go, yeah. boom. That'll yeah. do, Monic. That'll you know do. which yeah. side is heads and which side is tails. Well, when I take this pen and put a little dot on one side. Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> All righty. So dot side will be Yoda. Not dot side will be uh, Wonder Woman. I so can't wait to who wins this one. Dun, 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 dun. Does anyone remember what I said was what? 
because it landed dot side and i don't remember <laughs> i think uh, dot no, side was wonder woman i think now i'm thinking i Flip it again. Flip it again. Dot is Wonder Woman. Okay. Dot is Wonder Woman. Flip it again. Dot is Wonder Woman. Okay. Well, now we got to go two out of three because. All right. Okay. It landed non-dot side, so that okay, was so one good. for Yoda. One for okay. Yoda. One for Wonder Woman. Of course, this is going right down the middle. And it's Yoda. Wow. Yoda wins in a see. I nail thought that, I I thought that first one. Yeah, counted. I thought the first one counted. Yeah. I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> well, if we're saying that the dot side was Wonder Woman, then that was Wonder Woman. Ah, oh, Jesus. Just flip it one more time, then. <laughs> Best of five. All right, it's two, it's two to two. Okay. Okay. Non-dot side. Does anyone remember what that is? Yeah, that was, that was Yoda. Yoda. Okay. Yoda is. In the narrowest of – that's like uh, in football when, like, you have to go down the tiebreaker. Okay, conference record – uh, okay, strength of schedule. Okay, blah, blah, blah. We went pretty far down that list. <laughs> Which yeah, well, city has the better sandwich? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even in the NFL, coin flip is one of the things that they use. I don't think they've ever had to get there. But I can tell you that if it came down to a coin toss between my team and another team, I'd be pretty salty if my team lost on a coin flip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, who in the hell flipped that damn coin? Did they do it at NFL headquarters? What in the hell? You know? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so Yoda moves on. For the next one we've got, we've got a matchup of video game characters. In fact, you can catch both of them on uh, the Smash Brothers games. I don't remember which one it was that Sonic was in. It was one of the newer ones, wasn't it? When they started adding yeah, uh, Sega in characters in? On, uh, I want to say... I want to say it's Brawl. He came in on Brawl. Yeah. We've got Sonic the Hedgehog versus uh, Link from the Legend of Zelda series. My first instinct is like, all right, he's a little hedgehog versus a dude with a sword. Um, Link's going to win because he's going to destroy the little hedgehog. No, no, not so fast, my friend. Because MC Brooks is a Sonic the Hedgehog fanatic. And is hipped me to a lot of information when it comes to this character. I'm gonna let him pick first on this one, and then we'll go Yuli, and then MC, and then uh, Steve, and then uh, I'll finish up. But Sonic is not a, a hero to be trifled with, is he? No, and I'll say that uh, this tournament is very lucky. It's not uh, comic Sonic because comic book Sonic is every bit as OP as virtually any character you can imagine. He's he's almost unfair. So, because this is video game Sonic, it's not tra not totally totally different in terms of ability, uh, but there there are some there are some differences. But um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of both characters. Link was my main for a very long time in Smash Bros. Uh, played a ton of Zelda. I think I played I think I played the Zelda games probably almost as much as I played the the Sonic franchise games. Also, um, but I say all that to say that I think in this one. Speed kills, speed wins. I think Sonic, just based on pure speed alone, because he's not, and he's not. It's not even that he doesn't even have power, power at all to go with the the speed and the finesse of his character. But I, I think the combination of all of that is just it's too much. And I'm a big fan of Link, big, big, big fan of Link. And I wish he was literally matched up on almost anyone else. But uh, I think Sonic takes this one. So my question is. I haven't seen the movie yet, the the most recent one that came out. Um, but from what I was seeing from the previews, it looks like he's almost like on level with like 
any speedster from like the DC universe that has the speed force because like he's so fast that he sees things in slow motion and like it looked like he was like able to generate electricity too. Is that is that accurate? For yeah. Him? So yeah, 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 for sure. Now, yeah, I, I see. I assume we were talking about video game Sonic, who is probably the slowest of all three. Like comic book Sonic would is every bit as fast as like the Wally West Flash. Damn. Like he 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 isn't he is a ridiculously OP character in terms of his own speed and abilities, and that's not even accounting for if he were to go uh, supersonic or hypersonic. Um, movie Sonic, I think, just based on the people who have done the science uh, as far as the movie, he's basically be he's somewhere between the speed of sound and the speed of light, as far as how fast he can go. Wow. Video game Sonic is around is a is around the same thing, but it's not as fast. He's around just the just the speed of sound itself. Uh, it's, it's not always properly represented because obviously it's a video game. You can't have yeah. <laughs> you can't have stuff going like that fast. But uh, video game Sonic just based <laughs> he gets on up the to top speed that blows out your speakers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just based on his own his own video game lore. I mean, he's he's yeah. about the son the, the the speed of sound. Yeah. At the very least. And so, again, I, I think in this case, speed kills, speed wins, uh, take Sonic. Steve, what's your take on this one, bud? Again, long story short, the ultimate answer is MC is right. So Sonic <laughs> wins this one because I, I don't think there's anything Link could pull off before Sonic's already kind of, you know, buzzsawed through his chest. But the, you know, if you're going to make any kind of case for Link, it's not anything he personally does it's the equipment that he has with him right. there's a number of magical items that was the only thing you could potentially rely on like if we're saying link has maybe pegasus boots or you're 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 going to start fiddling with the the time travel stuff that link has like it would have to be some kind of magical intervention that allows him to get around sonic speed but even then i don't think he would have the time available to him to even activate any of his magical items before sonic's already done them in so i, I think sonic's gonna have to take this one yep. okay and, and based on sonic cd sonic can also time travel so yeah well, there you go okay that answers <laughs> that question uh yuli yuli any any input on this one uh none whatsoever i don't know anything about either one of these characters okay um <laughs> I'm I'm going with MC's the the expert on this man. I, I trust his judgment. I'm I'm going with um I'm going with Sonic. Like it just seems like the uh, the right choice. And this one, Sonic moves on. Sonic moves on. So the last matchup of round one is going to be. Ooh, this will be an interesting one. Uh, we've got Tony Stark himself, Iron Man, versus Billy Baston, um, Shazam. Uh, I don't. I don't know enough about Shazam other than he's essentially he's like Superman level strong, correct? Uh, yeah, I'm Superman, yeah. I think, right? Well, he's certainly on that level. I mean, whether yeah. you're a little bit more, or a little bit less, or whatever. I mean, he's you know think you know strength of uh, what was it? Was it Solomon, Hercules, yeah, Solomon. Atlas, Zeus, Achilles? So yeah, wisdom of Solomon, strength of Hercules. Stamina of a uh, wait no it um well stamina Atlas. of Atlas yeah um uh power of Zeus um 
God, speed of Mercury. Um, I don't know, whatever fighting ability of Achilles or whatever. You yeah. Know? All mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. That seems pretty obvious then. Yeah. Um, that all being said, as much as I love Tony Stark, as much as I love Iron Man, especially after what Robert Downey Jr. did to the character, um, it sounds like Shazam's walking away with this one. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, Shazam just fries Tony inside the suit and game game over. Yeah. It's a wrap. Steve, any, any take on this or are we all in consensus that Shazam is marching on? Yep, that's a, that's a consensus for this one. Um, this would be similar to what MC said about Batman. Like if Iron Man had enough time, maybe he could like make a suit or do something, but like a Shazam buster suit, yeah, something, yeah. but like, even then I, I don't know. I still don't think a, a dude is even as smart as Tony could make something that could rival the, the, the sheer power of what Shazam's bringing. Nah, he'd, he'd have to trick him into saying the magic word. You know, and then you know that's not Billy a bad Batson point. Oh yeah. Oh. Wow. So now but, we've just found a way that he might be able to beat him. Or, I mean, the suit, the suit literally has access to to more or less the internet and like everything else because he's got either Jarvis or Friday, like whatever's whatever AI is helping him. So he's asking, you know, what what stops this character? And they're like, oh, well, you have to get him to say his name. Well, yeah, um, but then you got to get him to actually say it. And I yeah, can't yeah. imagine in the heat of battle that, you know, Captain Marvel would want to say Shazam. I mean, that's, well, yeah. you know, you, you would, I, I, really I lose like all my would, powers. <laughs> I really feel like you would just ha you would have to uh, you you have to basically plead or appeal to the 10 year old, uh, the 10 year old or however old Billy no, no, Batson no, is. 10 year old is a different person. And see, that's another one. Are we talking about the movie Captain? Sorry, the movie Shazam? Are we talking about? One of the comic books is that now the most recent comic book version is, oh, he's uh, like the kid who turns into this character, but he's still the kid. But the classic Captain Marvel and Billy Batson, they were two different people to where they were buying Christmas presents for each other. You know? Oh, wow. I mean, Jeez. yes. So it isn't, I mean, you know, and, and Captain Marvel, I mean, literally when he turned into this guy, this guy was an adult. You know, he wasn't like, oh, I'm a kid in an adult's body or something. Yeah. So, um, you know, so Here's which my question about that? Yeah. Is has anybody tried to play a recording of him saying Shazam? That doesn't work. It's got to be him saying it. He has to say it. OK, because like yeah. what if, yeah, Tony had a recording of that, like that, somehow that, it no. wouldn't work. OK, it just would have to be him saying it. OK. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I think either way, then we're, we're all pretty much uh, on the same page that Shazam wins. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay, yeah. so that that ends the first round. We're into the Elite Eight. Um, what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to go ahead and take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to go through the Elite Eight matchups, uh, get down to our final four, and then next week we will go into that final four matchup. Uh, so for, um, for Yuli, for MC, for Steve, my name is Michael Lunsford. Thank you so much for listening. Don't be a juice bag, and stay tuned because we've got another episode coming right up. Oh, yeah, uh, wash your damn hands.
Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!